We're gonna talk to some people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to some people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. We're gonna talk to some people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to some people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. Cause Kristen knows blank. Well, hi guys, welcome back to the Kristen Knows Blank podcast, a podcast where I sit down with a comedian. We talk about something that they're super into. We play five quick questions, do a rad lib together, and then everybody goes home happy. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, please take a second to like, follow, subscribe, leave a comment. Let us know how you like the show. Ask a question, whatever you want to do. Hi, I'm Kristen. I'm the host of this crazy mess. You can find me through my website, kristenkey.com. Follow me on all my social media. I've been putting up a lot of stand-up clips, so enjoy those. And um, yeah, I've got a Patreon. Support this show and all my shows by joining the Patreon. There's exclusive behind-the-scenes content. There's special game nights that we play. It's super fun. Oh, and I'm on Cameo. So if you want to give the unique gift of, of me, um, I write a song for everybody that gets a Cameo. Now, my guest today, fabulous comedian. You may know him from his podcast, Is This Anything? A uh, great stand-up workout podcast. Uh, he opened for Steve Hofstetter. He's got a fabulous TikTok page where he does political videos. <gasps> Computer lady, play that interview with Jarrett Berenstein. Playing interview with Jarrett Berenstein. So happy to see you. It's been too long. I know. I know. It's been far too long. Months Whew. and months. And now we're in the same city. The possibilities are endless. I can't wait until I get a car and then I can come, <laughs> come see you. We got to start from square one. Okay, Jarrett, I'm so glad you're here. How... Did you move to L.A. and you're in Los Angeles and you have no car? Yeah. So me and my wife, we just got here a couple of weeks ago and we have just been, you know, it's it's really difficult to move from another state, you know, especially the furthest two states from each other. That's not technically true, but, you know, New York and California are very in my, in my geography. They are. They yeah, are the exactly. furthest away you can get. Yeah. We were staying with my in-laws who would live uh, five hours away from Los Angeles. So we drove five hours in, looked at apartments, drove five hours back because we got the apartment so quickly. No, no services were set up. And so my, my wife, I, her job was like she was going to go to Target and like buy a bunch of things that we needed for the apartment. And my job was to stay in the apartment and to get everything set up. But because there, there was no heat, there was no electricity or nothing. And it was happened to be a really cold day. So I was just on the phone with customer service, just like freezing in this apartment, you know, just like, you know, things like that. Where it it's makes just you like, feel good that a New Yorker said that L.A. was cold because oh, it yeah. does. It gets very chilly. It yeah. I grew up out here. I know how cold it okay. can get. But yeah, so like I said, you know, we're doing a good job. The place is coming together. Uh, we had a little bit of a tiff over the couch, which is the best thing to get into a fight over because we found the couch that we wanted. And then we were like, it was one of those stores where you have like 15 or 20 different swatches that you can choose from. We're like, we're going to oh. make a couch. Any one of these colors, any one of these textures, you know? And it came down to, I think, three colors. There was my my wife really wanted radical chalk, which is just like a bright white couch. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> what, a, what a way to say white. Radical, radical chalk. chalk. Radical chalk. It's not radical like this. It's radical like, you know, uh, they're bombing uh, the electric grid. Like radical <laughs> There were like three that I wanted. There was like uh, preference cream. <laughs> oh, God damn. This is great. This is. Yeah. You guys <laughs> so fighting over store, cream white. We're in a store going, going, but preference cream, but preference cream, but radical white, but slate. But, you know, it's like the ridiculous names that these. Can I have delusional these... taupe? <laughs> <laughs> We compromised on centrist yellow. So centrist. That's, that's not what it is. <laughs> 
but we, we me. I was like, oh, of course it is. Of course, course it's Essentials Yellow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, we right got uh, we got Preference Cream, uh, and then we got some swatches. Did you confirmed. win, or are you both losers? <laughs> There's no court? winning. I was, I was, I was. Uh, what do you call it? I was compromising with Preference Cream. I was like, Preference okay. Cream is not my number one, what but was your dream color. What was the dream color you didn't I, get to I have? I can't, I can't remember. But we have the swatch in the other room. I could go look at it. But the display couch was what I wanted. It was like a. Like it was woke. like a. It's just called woke. <laughs> So hard to nap on, but so progressive. It was just, it's just a, you know, printed out like Biden poster, you know? It's just like, I like this. I like this. This is it's nice. It's soothing. It's you know? soothing. You can eat got, on it. Got it's- AOC pillows, like her face. And got, <laughs> this is what I wanted, but I guess we'll go for preference cream, I guess. What I wanted was I don't see color, but they didn't have that, unfortunately. Now with, with um, they say the move is in the top three of the biggest stresses you have in your entire life. Mm-hmm, uh, I was mm-hmm. like, move, death of a spouse, I think. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, so it's way up there. What are you doing for your mental health? And I'm specifically talking about drugs right now. I, I don't know if we've talked about this before, but this is one of my big, like, uh, I don't know if you call it a bugaboo or what, but it's like a thing that I tell people because I'm just like, I have... I suffer from a condition called post-project depression, which is actually more common than I thought. I thought it was just like a weird thing that I did, which is when you finish something big, you have this 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 crash, this sure. this, this spiral sure. into depression so hard, you know. Um, I'm on antidepressants. I've been on them for a while. I love them. They they really turn my life around. But I still get this post-project depression like really really hard. And so I started thinking about mitigating techniques because I'm like, all right, well, what can I do? And what I discovered is that as soon as the project is over, if I take a recreational uh, acid or a recreational mushroom, for example, uh, that tends to like knock knock the postpartum depression off of its track. And I'm able to recover from those projects a lot faster. And so when we had this big move going, I was like, all right. My wife, I love you. I'm here for you. We're doing all this stuff to get the apartment ready, but we got to give me a day. We got to give me one day where I can do mushrooms so I can make sure that I coast through this whole process. And uh, wonderful thing that you know about yourself and to be able to like, uh, like take, I'm going to say drugs or self care. Uh, mm-hmm. I, yeah. I have, I, I can't because I have a different type of, you know, my, my come downs are different than yours, mm-hmm. but I really admire the fact that you found what works for you and you're able to, to use it effectively. Yeah. I mean, it took a long time, you know, and it was actually kind of an accident. It took a lot of drugs to get to the right <laughs> drugs. Honestly, though, I will say it. I, I'm a real big uh, proponent for where I am in my life. I regret nothing. I regret mm-hmm. none of the drugs or alcohol that I put in my body because at the time I used them, they were necessary. Mm-hmm. I don't use mm-hmm. them anymore mm-hmm. because they don't work for me. Anymore. Yeah. Interesting. They, they, well, yeah. I do. I find this interesting that everyone's brain chemistry is so different. Like I have this wonderful reaction to certain recreational drugs. I've, I've talked to people who are like, I tried mushrooms once. It was the worst thing that ever happened to me, you know? And I'm just like, this stuff is so medicinal for me. Um, but yeah, it took me so long to figure out. There's so many times when I, you know, like was in a play in college that was like a really big deal for me. And then closing night happened. And then I was just so fucking miserable right. for weeks afterwards, you know? Because you put all of your energy 
into one event. Mm -hmm, and then mm -hmm. once the energy is spent, you're emotionally drained. You're probably a little spiritually drained. You're physically drained. I think it also has something to do with not knowing where to put your energy, where it's like, you're, you're like, every minute I know what I'm doing. And I get this on tour a lot, which is part of the, part of the way that I developed my recovery method was I go on tour and every day on tour is so, you know, wake up, drive to the new city, get to the hotel, shower, change, go to the venue, set up the venue, do the show, sell your merch, go back to the hotel, count your money, go to sleep, wake up, do the same thing all over again. You know, okay, every so it's single not minute. After every show. It's not, it's not <laughs> every show. I wake up, I go to the show, I come back, I eat a shit ton of mushrooms. Wake up, mushrooms, wake up. drive. <laughs> drive to the next city. <laughs> which is in Cuckooville. Uh, <laughs> I'm in the hospital. I mean, <laughs> I punch the doctor. I get to the show. I'm running away from the cops. I do some mushrooms. Everything's okay. Like, and then you win Edinburgh because that's a phenomenal set. Which is weird because I was supposed to be in Vegas. <laughs> but I just, you know, that's what's great about being a comic. You know, you're versatile. You really roll the punches. You know, but yeah, that was uh, the the way that I discovered it was I, I did this one man show when me and my wife were actually first started dating. And I the next day I was just like feeling like really, really cranky. Like I didn't know it at the time, but my it was really starting to it was start starting to go. And she was saying, like, do you have anything to do today? Do you want to go to the park with me? And I was like, yeah, that's, that's really nice. And I had this uh, old mushroom chocolate that an old friend of mine had left in my apartment. It was oh, like the so days we the times we live in. Keep I know. Right. I, we, we didn't even know if it would work still. It was so old. I used so to, have to like... meet a guy in a blockbuster parking lot. His name was Smurf. And he would give me like <laughs> seeds of marijuana for like eighty dollars. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to work, but I gave him a cow. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so, yeah, Thank we you take... for these magic beans, Smurf. <laughs> <laughs> we take the chocolate thinking that nothing's going to happen. We have like a very nice little trip, you know, for the day. And then I notice that I don't go through my, you know, like massive depressive spiral that I usually do after projects. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And so then I developed the system, you know, self -care, and now it works it is, I think it 100% counts as self-care because it is working for you. And it's mm -hmm. taking a moment where you you've got all of this, uh, this negative energy. It's pent up and you have something to do with it. Yeah. You if release you, it, I guess. Yeah. If you want, I can tell you the other story where an illicit illegal drug helped me with my mental health. I would love that. First off, I want to know what amount of mushrooms you're taking as your recreational dose to uh, to come down from your, I'm going to call it PPD. PPD. Yeah. That's yeah, what that's yeah. what they call it in the medical community. You know, oh, yeah. <laughs> the MC, if you will. The MC calls it PPD. Ooh, um, you have real stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, I, I the science behind like measuring out uh, uh, drugs that's why I was that are gonna not ask. Mushrooms were legal. My favorite when I was uh, a recreational drug user, they were my favorite mm -hmm. because it's just a fun, happy trip. Yeah, and the, yeah. the come downs are pretty smooth. Um, mm -hmm. I have trouble with them because just come downs of any kind wreck me. Yeah, because um, I don't like to not feel like that anymore. But um, mm -hmm. I couldn't tell how many mushrooms I was eating ever. It was just mm -hmm. the amount that I bought. <laughs> how much can I afford? That's what I did. You know, this many. 
Um, but I bought one of those uh, jewelry scales, which I think is like a really funny thing to buy because the person's like, oh, a jeweler or someone who does or sells drugs. You what know, about food. Can't you just use a food scale? Like I it's measure too, my sourdough. It's too mix small. Fun. It's oh, too it's small. too small of an amount. Yeah. Okay. You need like micrograms as opposed to because I also have a food scale. Right. Uh, I love scales. Was I you eating know? too many grams of mushrooms? Because I'm like, I could have measured mine in grams, I think. Yeah, I mean, you probably, um, what is it? I think that an eighth of a gram is what I usually, it's like a big thing that um, if you want to have like a massive experience, like that's what you would do is an like eighth an eighth. of a gram. I had yeah. too many a few yeah. times. <laughs> yeah, that was I too much, so. Kristen. Okay, and also yeah. addict, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So eighth of a gram makes you massively trip. What will two grams do? <laughs> Okay. So uh, this bottle of vodka, this is for one person or right. what is it? <laughs> yeah, this is an afternoon. Is this a, yeah. This, this and why don't you invite me to your, we'll why don't you invite me to your Coke parties anymore? <laughs> well, Kirsten, because, oh, and because I, let me take this moment to apologize to those nice gay men in Chattanooga that one time. <laughs> I was just experimenting. I'd never tried it before. I took all mm -hmm. of course. So what is the, the other recreational experimental drug that you use for, okay. Um, personal growth. Well, so it was just one experience that I had. And I, so my dad passed away back in 2018. I had a, a real serious depressive episode after that. You know, I had already been in therapy for a while. So I just sort of like upped the amount of therapy I was getting. I was talking to my therapist about it for a while. And she was like, listen, you know, this is something you've been, depression has been something that you've, that I've, you've been suffering with for a while. Obviously it's not been this bad before, but maybe you want to start thinking about medication. And so I was like, I don't know. What is it going to change me? I don't want to have another pill that I have to take. You know, there were all these things where I was just like scared to even try it. She set me up with a, uh, with a, a therapist who was going to, a psychiatrist who was going to prescribe it to me. And he was basically like, listen, man, these drugs are very safe. They're very mild. Uh, I'll give you a prescription. You can decide to fill it or not. And I was like, okay, great. So I was talking to my then girlfriend, now wife about it all. And I was like, I don't know. I'm really scared about it. And she's like, well, whatever you decide to do, you know, like I support you in these decisions. Completely separately, we had decided to try Molly. She had done it before. That's, I had That's not. my wife, you son of a bitch. No. <laughs> do you want to try Molly? Do you want to try <laughs> I'll drive. Did yeah. you say yes? Okay. Okay. Then it's fine. It's fine. Maybe, maybe it. just a little, you know, I'm, you <laughs> know, really I don't want to get she too, is. she's a small dose. <laughs> I don't want to get too high. <laughs> so okay, I've so never you, done okay. it before. M I've Molly never done it before. Depression. Wow. Yeah. Well, if you think about what Molly does, it's a stimulant plus you soak your brain with serotonin. My qu it's big like a question fucking fire before hose. we go any further, yeah, did yeah. it bring your father back? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> this is the best drug ever. It was really awkward because my mom remarried already. <laughs> Not really. Uh, Sorry about that. Was totally no. That's okay. That's okay. Um, we take the Molly. We go to my friend's Fourth uh, of July party, and the progression of the drug for me is it starts off, you know, sort of like lifting me up and be like, ooh, you know, I can kind of feel something happening, and then at a certain point, I realize that I hit normal that for a really long time, I've been depressed. I had been suffering from a serotonin deficiency. And in, in on my way to being high, 
I passed through where I should have been, where my neutral mood should have been. And it made me realize that I was like, I really think that all these things that I've been experiencing my whole life, the reason why I, you know, have, you know, certain issues that I discovered are linked to depression, you know, like some, some procrastination and some days where I just can't get out of bed and, you know, um, being overly self-critical and, you know, uh, things, things of that nature are probably just related to this serotonin deficiency. So I started taking an antidepressant uh, and it was, it was like a light switch. It was like, I was, as, as it takes like two weeks for it to kick in. Yeah. There was like a moment where I was suddenly having fun again with my girlfriend, now wife, where we were just in bed. And I was like, I can't believe I'm silly again. I can't believe I'm having fun again, you know? And I was like, this is where my neutral is. And it's because I'm on antidepressants that I was able to get there. And I discovered that connection by taking an illegal illicit drug, Molly. How yeah. fabulous though. How, I mean, oh how incredibly God. self-aware oh. in the moment to go, oh, yeah. I see, I see. This is where, mm-hmm. like what normal should feel like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then we passed it and I was, the, <laughs> you know, the most confident uh, human being that has ever lived. I, uh, You could have told me, like, put, put anybody in front of me and I will sell them anything. I was like, give me, I can get the nuclear codes right now if you put me in front of the right people. Like, I was so confident. I was like, there is no stopping me right now. Why don't more you know? salespeople take Molly? Uh, there's a bit of a harsh come down. I don't know if you oh, heard the I've news. Oh, I've never taken it. Yeah, I, don't, I yeah, can't yeah. do hard drugs because of the come downs. Yeah. That is the probably the worst hangover I've ever had was okay. uh, was after was after the Molly. Um, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Boy, oh boy, was it fun. We had a great time that night. Oh, fabulous. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you do, you take, I mean, you take phenomenally good care of yourself these days. I can tell, like, you oh. just have a glow about you. You look fantastic. No. Um, you mentioned- It's you. I'm just so excited to see you. It can't be. It can't be. <laughs> I literally can't. Um, I know you also are like a massage and spa person. Yes, this I am. Your self-care regimen, because this is another thing that I 100% like- like promote like therapy, self-care. Mm-hmm, sure, mm-hmm. try recreational drugs. <laughs> whatever whatever you know gets you back to the place where you can be the most functional best version of yourself. But uh yeah. but massages yeah. and spas, tell me about like your discovery of this. Oh my god, I can't person. wait to tell you all about this. So First of all, I, I went to go to get a massage like years ago out of nowhere. Just like a friend of mine was like, oh, I found the best Chinese massage place. And I was like, I've never gotten a professional massage before. And he was like, you got to go to my person. They're great. Went, had the best time. It was so great. I was like, this is a wonderful where you've been all my life. Um, this is before I was on antidepressants, though. And what I discovered was one of the weird things about my body is that if I get a massage, it triggers a depressive episode. I don't know what the science behind it is, what what chemicals are getting released when certain muscle knots are being worked out or something. But I remember going out one one Saturday night. I had like a, I was meeting up with a bunch of friends. I was like, oh, I think I'm going to swing by the spa, get myself a massage first, took a shower. And I was just I was a miserable person with like no energy and no smiles for the entire evening. I was hanging out with my friends. So then I took a pause on the massages cut to um, maybe like a year ago. My wife is just kind of very playfully rubbing my shoulders and I am enjoying it way too much. And she's just like, wow, you really like massages. And I'm like, get in there. (laughs) Because I'm an antidepressants now, the massages aren't triggering a depressive episode. So I'm like, oh, maybe I'm going to start doing uh doing massages again maybe when i get back from tour and i'm gonna do mushrooms for my ppd i will go get a massage at the same time 
And I did. And that was great. So that's part of the process now, too. It's like I know that they make me feel good. And so I, you know, if I'm ever feeling stressed out, I'll run, I'll grab a I'll grab a, a little rub. I like places that are like the legit ones where it's like really old women who really, really strong hands. Yeah, yeah. Or I like the really high end ones where like everything's very pretty and there's like saunas and there's smells. a and there's yeah, have great smells, you know. And, you know, those massages, you know, they're just they're they're about feeling good, but it's not like, you know, they're getting in your back and working the out. Legit out. ones. If nope. they ever go for your abdomen, they can mm -hmm. massage like your descending colon somehow. <laughs> and if if if. Cause I used to date a masseuse and she would talk to me about the different ones that they can get really deep on you. Oh and if God. you just, if you go with it or tell them I'm, I'm okay with pain. So I had this guy a, a couple of times where he would get into my abdomen in places that I think there are some organs. Um, they eventually, I think he got deported though. Cause I asked, I was like, where's Tony? And they're like, Tony's on vacation, but then he was on vacation forever. So Ugh, I see. anyway, yeah, they can get pretty mm. intense, but <laughs> how did you, how do you interact with people when you're on mushrooms on your way to them? Cause I can imagine like once you're on the table, great mm -hmm. trip, but yeah, on, yeah. on the way in, like I always talk a little too much on drugs. So, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. well, I think that, um, this is you something a that sign I around your neck. Like I'm on mushrooms. <laughs> just, just take my credit card and give me the rub, rub me. You know, those little cards that, uh, deaf people <laughs> will give you on the subway. Like, hello, I am deaf. Please. Anything. <laughs> Just like, hello, I'm on mushrooms. Please be nice to me. Uh, no, I'm actually, I've always had a, a a pretty good amount of drug confidence. You know, um, I only started doing drugs later in life. Uh, I was pretty, I was pretty, you know, um, what do you call it? Vanilla for, I, I was just a drinker for a long time. Um, and when I started dating my current wife, she was like, oh, if there's anything you ever want to like experiment with, like, you know, let me know. And so I was like, oh, you know, I've always wanted to try weed edibles and I've always wanted to try, you know, like mushrooms and stuff like that. And so Wait, she's been kind of Sherpa in yeah. me through this, you know, in a very responsible way. And I want to I want to sort of like emphasize the responsibility of it because it's so easy to abuse these things. Um, right. And so, you know, just really be aware, be sort of like check in with yourself often. Even my wife, who had done more of these drugs before me, had more of that like social anxiety, like everyone's going to know I'm on drugs. Oh my God, I can't do this. But even when I first started, I was like, let's go to the store. That'll be such an adventure. You know, I'll just be like walking around like, oh my God, this is so weird. I'm like, can I give this person my credit card? Ah, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. It's time for five quick questions. Well, as you know, this is a podcast in three parts. I could chit chat with you all day about everything. Oh but I have God. to ask you five quick questions because that's the next <laughs> part of the show. Question mm -hmm. number one. Yeah. You die. Turns out there is a judgment. You get one emoji to mm -hmm. sum, up, sum up what you think the meaning of life is and to get you into the good place. What emoji do you choose to show Our, whatever higher power is up there to get you through? I know exactly which one it is. It's the one, it's the toothless smile with the, with the tongue sticking out of the side. Like, like this. <laughs> and God looks at it and goes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I just love it. It's so like, it's kind of like, uh, it's like playful, you know, it's like, I'm a little stinker, you know? Oh my God, I love it. Mine would probably be either that. Oh, the one that's just like, like, I don't know. <laughs> or straight up eggplant emoji. I don't know what God wants. Okay, great, great. You aced that one. Question number two, five quick mm. questions. Question number two, you're on a long flight. Would you rather be drunk, high, both, or neither? Oh, high, without question. Without Ooh, question. and what drugs would you use for a long flight? Let's say we're going LA to Australia. 
Oh my God. I love getting taking massive amounts of weed edibles on planes. That is my favorite way of getting through flights. And I know I've talked to other people about this, and this is why I'm so fascinated that other people have different experiences on drugs than I do. My sister was like, I was on a flight once and there was a medical emergency and we had to land in the middle of nowhere. And if I was on drugs, then I wouldn't have been able to handle that. I would have been, so, I would have been freaked out. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. I, I guess I could see that. The next day I get on a flight. I take a massive amount of edibles. There's a medical emergency on my flights. And look at me, cool as a cucumber. People are like running up and down the aisle. They're like, we got to land in Indianapolis. And I'm like, oh, boy, this is, oh, I hope that You're falls OK. Guy, you know? like, oh, OK, uh, this will still be playing if, when we land. If we must. <laughs> awesome. All right. Question number three, question number three. Mm -hmm. Are you a night person or a morning person? You know, I was a night person. And then I think my antidepressants made me into a morning person. My ant antidepressants are a soporific. They put you to sleep. And for the first like year or two that I was on them, didn't change my sleep cycle at all. But then out of nowhere, I started feeling it around 11 o'clock at night and just being like, oh man, I think I got to go to bed. And now I go to bed early. It's not my choice. I didn't want this. It's also kind of karmic punishment because some of my wife's friends are our age, but they go to bed super early for like no reason except for being lame. And I just remember telling her, I was like, that's the lamest fucking shit I ever heard. If you don't have a baby and you're going to bed before midnight, are you kidding me? Ugh. Ugh. Why don't I just move to the suburbs, you fucking dork? And that now yeah. I'm suburbs going to bed at 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure I try to push this like every night I get earlier and earlier. She's like, babe, it's eight. I'm like, we can go. We could watch TV. I could be asleep by 30. Yeah. My wife was always like, are you sure you want to start a movie right now? Are you sure? And I'm like, oh, I do. I'll be able to make it. I, I promise. your wife. Oh, no. Yeah. Like that. last night she was like, so I guess we're not having a movie night. I was like, at nine? <laughs> Who do you think we are? What are we? What are we like ravers? Mm -hmm. No, I'm the opposite. She's like, you're not going to be able to stay awake. And I'm like, oh, I'll be okay. able to stay awake. I'll be able to stay awake. I'm not gonna and then she watches it by herself. I love her. She's I, love, the best. I want to have her on my podcast. She, I'm sure she'll be loved. She'd love to come. <laughs> Question four. You've, deci you've decided to commit suicide by mm. eating yourself to death. Okay. That's your method. What food All do right. you choose? Wait. Oh, I'm not, I thought I, I thought you meant I was eating me. Like I was eating no, my no, body. No. You have to eat until you <laughs> that die. That sounds really painful. Because you want to die, but I, you also want to choose eating as your method mm -hmm, of suicide. Mm -hmm, this was mm -hmm. a weird one, but I don't make the questions. What food do you choose to put uh, yourself with? Ooh, that's a really good one because as a weed boy, um, I develop what they call in the scientific community hyperphagia, aka the munchies. Um, I like to refer to it as hyperphagia because I'm an adult. Um, so during you just hyperphagia, people that went to bed early, lame, but you call the munchies <laughs> hyperphagia. I'm just pointing out some. You know, it just depends on what side of the street you're walking on. Okay, you know, okay, it's all about yeah. perspective. Uh, so it's rough because here in LA, I have been eating a lot of my favorite high foods in and out California pizza kitchen, things like that. Um, and I think I got to go pizza. I think I, if I was going to eat myself to death, I would want pizza. I think it's like one of my favorite indulgent foods. And I was having some health problems the last couple of years. And pizza was one of the things that I had to really cut down on. And it really, it really broke my heart. Uh, you now could have that eaten I'm eating yourself to death with pizza. <laughs> I, 
Yes, you I almost really, did. I really it. could have. Yeah. And if you give me enough weed, I probably could eat myself to death. I one time I was high. <laughs> one time I was high and I ate so much that I vomited. Because I was just like, I I can eat this. I know I can. Okay, and kids, my wife we finally like, found one thing that's wrong with drugs. <laughs> we finally found that that consequence. Yeah. yeah. Number five. Okay, okay, I have to have a kidnapping question or else this isn't five quick questions. You've been kidnapped. Your kidnapper is forcing you to play one board game. If you win, mm -hmm. you walk free. If you lose, you die. What board game do you play Ooh. to save your life? Oh boy, something that I'm really good at. A board game that I'm really good at. Hmm. Oh, so only board games? Or are we talking about uh, card games also? Is that possible? I'll like, allow that. Yeah, yeah. You'll allow, thinking, allow Uno, like an Uno or Uno. something? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't Monopoly know if I'm particularly. Uh, last time I played. Backgammon? Last time I played. Um, uh, Uno with my wife's family. I won. I came in second place. Um, but you know what I came in first for was celebrity. Could I play celebrity what for is my this? life? Celebrity is a very fun party game. Uh, what it is is everybody writes down the name of a celebrity. You put it in a hat, and then people draw the names out of the hat, and they have to get their team to guess the celebrities that they're they're mentioning. Okay. The, the first round, you are allowed to do do and say whatever you want. You just can't say the person's name. Second round, you can only say one word. But the trick is you've already heard all of the celebrities. So you kind of know like, all right, I, I know who's in the pile. I just got to figure out what this one word is referring to, like which celebrity it is. And then the third round, no words at all, just miming. But again, you've heard the celebrities two, twice yeah, already. Yeah, yeah. So I think I would go with celebrity. I think I would play celebrity with my attacker and i think that uh that that would be how i'd be how i'd survive i can't picture an attacker that could beat you i'm like well, what if it was kevin bacon i'm like well, still i think jared could beat kevin bacon okay yeah, i'm pretty good at it five you survived five quick questions you chit chatted with me and you know i can't let you out of here without playing a rad lib and now it's time for rad libs rad libs rad it's lib. time for rad libs i've written a story i left out some parts of speech you give me those parts of speech together we make a hilarious story uh, are you ready to play i am ready to play i need something relaxing well that's not fair that's not a fair question to ask me a rose sauna i did it in italy and it, it was great and we're talking about chill things do we have to go to our do we have to do our npr voices absolutely oh, a rose oh, like sauna that, really that does sound answer. nice Sounds oh, very... that got me really, really excited. <laughs> a length of time. Uh, 20 minutes. For, oh, yeah, yeah. Plural noun. Dogs. A prom theme. A prom theme. Mm -hmm. uh, the 1940s. A noun. Drywall. Sorry. Some of these are stupid. This one actually is really funny. All right. Um, all right. I'm going to try to go fast. First name. Mm -hmm. Aaron. I need an adjective. Chili. A country. Uruguay. Uruguay. I was going to say, if he says chili again, <laughs> it's going to be really funny. <laughs> And I need a food. Chili. <laughs> a plural noun. Flowers. Uh, an animal. Dolphin. An adverb. An adverb. Quickly. Uh, a liquid. Dawn. Dishwashing fluid. <laughs> I need a body part. Uh, a knee. A moment in history. The 1940s. A body part. <laughs> Belly button. Uh, something you shout. And a noun. Fabric. Okay, we have a story, my friend. Fabulous right. story. This is what's called Spa La Land. Spa La Land. Oh, 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 look at that. I saw a flyer for a new spa by my house called the Rose Sauna Wellness Ooh. Center. All right. 
The prices seemed amazing. They were offering a 20 minute massage for $99. <laughs> That's a terrible price. Well, I spend that much on dogs every month. I can totally <laughs> afford a massage. Do <laughs> with all those dogs. Uh, there were several options. Swedish massage, shiatsu, the 1940s. <laughs> I selected the hot drywall massage. Mm, oh, that's a good one. My masseuse was Erin, a chilly woman from Uruguay. I'm just picturing her in a big fur coat. Like, so cold. <laughs> this is not like my country. This is not like my country. It is so cold. Not like my beautiful Uruguay. Uh, her hands were as big as flowers, but soft like dolphin fur. Hmm. She massaged me quickly to loosen me up. Most masseuses use hot oil, so I was surprised when she began rubbing Dawn dishwashing fluid all over my back. It works, though. Yeah. Um, I asked her to focus on my lower knee. That's where I carry most of my tension. And she released tension that I'd been carrying since the 1940s. <laughs> it's like she knew. Uh, she slapped my sore muscles with her belly button until I heard myself saying, guacamole, which I'm assuming now is your safe word. That is a... That is an interesting method to slack with the belly button. Getting a lot of... Uh, to take off three coats. Get a lot of purchase with the belly button. So <laughs> only two. All right. I must have fallen asleep because when I woke up, Aaron was gone. And so was my fabric. <laughs> my fabric that I got at the store. I mean, you're on mushrooms. You came in with it like just, just <laughs> bundles of fabric. Oh, but I was supposed to take these to my jeans cutter. Oh, it's what? so good to see you, What Kristen a massage Key. place. I love it. Mm -hmm. So good to see you. Tell our listeners um, where they can find you and what you've got coming up. JarrettBranstein.com. That's where all my business is. I've been on a bit of a hiatus while I've been dealing with the move and everything, but I'm back on the road in July. Uh, I believe my dates are on there, but if not, I'll be on the road with a comedian named Steve Hostetter. You Never can find heard of his him. dates on his website. Um, and yeah, just uh, keep a lookout. Uh, JarrettBranstein.com. Follow me on all the socials. I'm not on Twitter anymore because it's a right wing hellscape. Uh, but you know, I still do TikTok mm -hmm. stuff and, yeah. uh, you know, find me. Uh, you know, really just jarrettbranson.com. That's your best, that's your great landing location there. Guys, if you if you look him up, go do look at Jarrett's TikTok videos, uh, if nothing else, because they are educational. They're also hilarious. And uh, I feel like you once you watch one, you scroll through probably 25 before you realize. Uh, I just I just wasted my time. Yeah, watch them all and Good you'll life. get a Biden AOC couch just like me. Ah, <laughs> because it looks like Biden. It's a little leathery. <laughs> That it's good so old good to have you on. I love seeing you every time. Thank you so much for doing the show again. I can't wait to see you in person in Los Angeles, in Spa La Land. Let's We're go to Spa. Let's go to Spa. You want to go to Spa? Okay. I think Erin, uh, the chili woman from Uruguay, is having a special. <laughs> I think so, too. That interview was amazing. I tried some mushrooms. Oh, my God. I'm tripping pretty hard, yo. <laughs> oh my god, I think that's the first time Computer Lady has ever done drugs on this show. Good for you, Computer Lady. Ah, thank you, Jarrett, for coming on. You're fabulous every time you come on. 
Guys, thank you so much for listening. Seriously, ask a question, leave a comment, uh, let this podcast know how you feel about it. But thank you so much for listening. Find me online. If you're not already following me on all my social media, go do that. It's super fun. Join the Patreon. Fun stuff happening all the time. Grab a cameo from me. Uh, uh, Next time, I'll be bringing you another hilarious comedian. We're going to chit chat. We're going to play five quick questions. We're going to do a rad lab and then we'll all go home better people. So until next time. We're gonna talk to some people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to some people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. We're gonna talk to some people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to some people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. Cause it's fun.